Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 16 in the book of Ephesians in the series of Be With Me. That is episode 13. We're going to ask today, what is prayer for? We're going to list four things that prayer is for. We're going to help our knowledge about what prayer is for, and then hopefully pray. So this is from Ephesians chapter 13. This is the last section, last half of chapter 3. Paul does a big prayer. Uh, we did a little bit of it yesterday. For this reason, I bow my knees to the, before the Father. This is verse 14. From whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And we'll continue today. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's ending at verse 19 of Ephesians chapter 3. So yesterday we looked at a couple things about what prayer was. We said that prayer was for us. Prayer is only for people. It's not for you know, rivers and it's not for dogs, it's for it's for people. And it's only for now. We're in a prayer era uh, from the time of Genesis to the time of Revelation. And then after that, we're, God's going to be with us. We're not going to need prayer. And we learned that prayer was for uh, generations, that generation after generation has chosen to become people of prayer and that prayer was for the inner man in outer trouble. And then today... We're going to learn four more things, that prayer is for power, and prayer is for residency, and prayer is for understanding, and prayer is given into community. All right, so first of all, prayer for power. Prayer is for power. This is the one that I'm, I keep coming back to because it started in chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. He prays there that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened to know the hope, know the inheritance, and then to know the immeasurable greatness of his power. Know the power, first of all. Know the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe. So, And then he describes this as a Christ-resurrecting type of a, of a power. So this is a big, massive sort of power above our, our, our pay grade. But here he gives us permission to pray. He says, it's this prayer that strengthens you and me in our inner being. It's a power that is sourced in the spirit. Its uh, function is to strengthen you and me, and it's granted by the Father. So we have the granting of the Father. It's sourced in the spirit, and it's for uh, us. So this power is for us. And, and this kind of gives you the green light and the permission to, to pray for this power. So I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard a prayer for for power. Let's pray for power. That's what this this says. That according to the riches of his glories, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Yes, Lord, I want your power and I want your power for the people around me. All right. And then so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And this is prayer is for residency. Now, this is not the kind of residency that we're talking about, the, a first-time residency where Christ is not in my life and then Christ is in my life. That's called belief. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, because he tells us before this section and he tells us 
in the in the next sentence that this is for uh, for believers. So it's it's almost like that so that Christ may dwell fully in in our uh, hearts that we may have the fullness of His dwelling. That is, may His dwelling and His residency be be near and accessible and and tangible. And uh, just earlier in uh, chapter three, verse twelve, he talked about uh, Christ is the one that gives us boldness and access. And I think that's what what he's talking about. It, you know, if Christ was right here, like you know, sitting on the couch next to you. Uh, in a in a very known and present present way, wouldn't it change the way, uh, you know, I let my mind think or my mind wander, or wouldn't it change what my eyes I let my eyes do, or wouldn't it change what my tongue does, or wouldn't it change what my hands do? And I think this resonancy that he's talking about, uh, this Christ dwelling in us. May it be present. Maybe it be a you know above the waterline, so we can see it and then kind of respond to it in a in an appropriate way. All right. So then, a couple of mind blowing things here. So what is prayer for? Prayer is for power, and prayer is for his residency, his prominent residency, as as I'm trying to explain. And then finally here, prayer is for understanding. Remember we talked about the ice bucket challenge in episode two of uh, the book of Ephesians. That is, we we know the the lavishment, I think I made that word up, uh, of what God has done for us. And you just pour this, all this great stuff over the top of our heads, right out of the, right out of the chute. And he says here, I want you to know the love specifically. So what is, what is the understanding we're talking about? At least for here, we're talking about understand God's love, that it is for us, that the, that this is for the comprehension of the character and characteristics of God, um, and specifically his love. Now he wants us to do this together. He wants us to do this in in community. He says, comprehend this with all the saints. So this understanding is best done together. Why is that? Well, the fullness, the manifold character of God is displayed. Some of it is displayed in other people, and you need to be near those other people so you can see that in other people. That's why we're, we're in a fellowship. That's the manifold glory of God. Uh, reflected in his giftings to the church. So he is being expressed in the lives of others. All right, so back to the love. He says, I want you to understand the love and measure it with surpassing dimensions. So the love has, a, have, it's a love that has surpassed dimension. So that's going to blow your mind. And I want you to measure a love that is beyond measure. So then he gives four di- dimensions for a mind that can handle three dimensions, which is kind of hilarious. So he wants us to measure this love. And then he, in verse 19, he says, I want you to know a love that is unknowable. So what is prayer for? Prayer yesterday is for us. It's for now. It's for the generation. It's for your inner man. Inner man. And now we find it's for power. Let's pray for power. And let's pray for an, an evident, present, uh, almost physical uh, residency of Christ because that affects everything. And then help our mind that we would understand the love of God that's in four dimensions and it's beyond knowing that he wants us to do in community. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what prayer is for so far. Stick around. See you tomorrow.